Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, talking about removing cords versus cutting cords and what that means. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So do you know what that is? I, I don't know. I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know, when you present these topics, yes. usually I have no idea what they are. Um, and then I do a little research. Yes. And I try to figure it out. And, um, yeah, you know, and now I realize I do have some cords I want to cut. So, yeah, just explain that for a second before I get into that. So, yeah, a cord is any interaction you have with an event, a person, you know, anything, a place, um, in theory. So, you know, there's these cords that are created within ourselves that attach us to that thing. And if it's a negative one, Mm -hmm. you want to remove it. Right. Because it can keep affecting you and keep coming up in, in ways that you don't, like negative patterns. Okay. So, yes, I have a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also learned it doesn't have to just be a person. It could be a thing. Yes. It could be an item. Yes. It could be a place. That's true. Yes. So I made a list. Okay. All right. All right. So these are your own personal things you feel like you need to like yeah. remove cords yeah. from. I mean, they really have been hindering my life. Mm. They've made things tough, you know, tough, right? That's yeah. why you want to get rid of the negativity. Yeah, you want to get rid of the patterns. And I want to, like, move forward, okay. you know? So, all right. I'll say what you got. All right. So, my first, this is first and foremost. I want to cut the cord with my dentist. Oh, why? Yeah, and, and the entire office. Oh, because you yeah. don't like the dentist. Yeah, because I don't like going to the dentist. Right. You know, last time they made me take x-rays, mm. uh, which, you know, I, <laughs> I put off <laughs> I put off for it's two like years. It's a whole other episode where we talk about... Yeah, like you go in and you just start red ranting at the dentist's office. I do. Like, they, they, do not give me. They make you sign things. They do. <laughs> like they make me sign waivers. Um, I have to put on my my neural beats. Um, last time was crazy. I and I, I think I I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or I told it to some of the uh, discussion groups, but uh, I fell asleep in the chair. Yeah, because I was listening to my neural beats and everything, and I just woke up and she's like, "You're all done," and I'm like, "Did I fall asleep?" And she's like, no, you didn't fall asleep. And I'm like, well, I don't remember you cleaning my teeth. And she claims I didn't fall asleep, but I claim I did fall asleep. That's great. So I got to cut the cord there. Okay. No, I'm cutting the cord. All well, right. I mean, the dentist isn't like a bad place, even though it feels bad. Like sometimes things that feel negative aren't negative. So there's a difference between like like a bad yeah. person, you know, a bad dentist. Like we have a good dentist. You yeah. know what I mean? No, yeah. No, she's, a, she's very nice. <laughs> Okay, well, but, what's your next one? What's right, your next my, one? my next one's an item. Okay. And, you know, I have never been able to live this down since it's happened. And I want to cut the cord with the waffle oh machine God. in Tifton, Georgia. We should, have, we should have had Brianna on to tell that story. Yeah. So. That is, we were in. What is, uh, Tifton, Georgia. Tifton, Georgia. The, the Hilton Garden, Garden Inn, Inn yeah. in Tifton, Georgia. Because every time we drive past it on road trips, this comes up. And well, what happened was okay, so what you have to understand about Scott, I'm talking to listeners now, is he doesn't know how to work normal appliances. It's just, it's one of your things. You can't help it. You don't know. So if you've ever been to like one of these hotels and in the morning, it's like make your own waffle. This was before pre pandemic. Um, you know, there's this little machine where you fill the cup up to where it says, and then you put it in the waffle maker, and then you flip the waffle over, and you come back in two right. minutes, and your waffle's done. Yeah. That's how it works in the breakfast bar. Right. So the waffle, the waffle <laughs> mixtures in right. just this container, and it says 
push on the little tab. Right. But all, you're pulling it. You're pulling it. And all of a sudden, you pull the cap right off, and there's the gooey, greasy, like, hydrogenized fat, <laughs> you know, whatever it's made out of, right. comes all down. Yeah. The whole breakfast bar gets shut down. It's all over the floor. Oh it's God. all over everything. Brie was standing right next to me, by the way. Yeah, Brie comes. She's like, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, my God. We're like, what is wrong with you? Now, if you know Scott and his family, his dad has this saying. Your dad's always like, don't force it. Don't force it. Because you force everything. And you force that thing right off because you pulled it and it says on there it says push i understand and the whole breakfast bar got it was so embarrassing and then you put down like a big tip and like the guy just came over with a big smile and just like took it he's just like (laughs) yeah he just took it he didn't say anything he's just like "Mm -hmm." right so i have not been able to live this down (laughs) it was awful we actually funny yeah we actually go to this hotel a lot because it's a it's a stopping point from our for our road trips, yeah. You know, when we go like towards Atlanta, it's going towards Atlanta. It's on in Tipton, Georgia. So you know, we go back there a lot. I can't live this down. They always make fun of me for it. Um, well, we think you're on the naughty list there. Right. They they claim that you know because they claim that my Hilton status was taken away, that I was banned from getting any upgrades <laughs> or any good service. It's true. Ever since then, yeah, you've got no like freebies. Right. Like I asked for a shower cap, I don't get it. Yeah. Nothing. So, so they claim I'm on the Hilton blacklist. You're blacklisted. Blacklisted. And there's like, a, you know, there's a little note. Yeah. You know, because they have some sort of mainframe yeah. in the system. And then, like, there's our little note next to your name, like right. Waffle Destroyer. Right. So I, I, I want to break that cord. Okay. That's With a good the one. Waffle Machine. You know what? You need to remove the cord from yeah. that event. All right. Smart. All right. The, the next one, I, you know, the next one was a guy. This is from a long time ago. Okay. So I, as most of you know, I worked at Domino's Pizza, okay? And one of the, like, the head managers there, I won't name him, I guess, he was, like, this really nasty guy. He was, like, a, a narcissist, probably, now looking back on it. Yeah. And, you know, he always, like, mock everybody, make fun of us all, and things like that. And, you know, now that I think about it, I think he made me feel worthless. Honey. Yes. And, you never shared this with me. Yeah. And, oh. you know, he once took me out, like... On a on a date, like a business date, not a real date, right? To Fridays, and you know, offered me like uh, like a position to work under him, you know, like to you know, I guess I guess it was a nice thing. But now that I think about it, that guy was like a real jerk, narcissist. He was really mean to people. And can I cut a cord from like many years ago? Is that, yes, you can. Okay, Ab- yeah, you got to remove the cord. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Do so you this- feel like you've met him over and over again in your life, though? No, I do not. No, just that no, one time? No, this is the one time. Yeah, oh, one okay. Time. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, okay. Yeah. And, you know, I was a little bit younger then. But did you learn anything from it? Or do you feel like it was a worthwhile experience? Like, do you feel like you took anything from that? Or Well, you know, I, I mean, at the time, I, you know, I recognized that he was a, a jerk and stuff like that. You, you know, hated him. I remember you always yeah, talking really about that. You know, that. maybe, I, you know, at that time, I was like too, I should have stood up to, to him more. Like for other, not even for myself, but the way he treated other people. Mm. And I guess that's what I would have... Yeah. Oh, like, you got mad was, that yeah. he was mean to your friends yeah. and you didn't say anything because right. you were kind of like... So he made you his flying monkey because you were like the assistant manager. Yeah, so that's, he what he, made, well, that's what he was trying to do at that Friday's dinner. He was trying to make you his flying monkey. monkey yeah. And and what... Didn't you quit after that? Well, I feel uh, like you did. I, move, I, I moved stores. This. I moved stores. I went... He he, he There's two stores in oh, Buffalo. Oh, I forgot about this. I used to work at the Amherst store. But you went to some boring store. I went to the East Amherst store, <laughs> which was out in the middle of nowhere. We're so bored. There was no customers. <laughs> we had like three customers a night. 
And all I would do is just like kind of sit there. And, and, just, and you missed all the customers, I, yeah. surprisingly. Yeah. And then I just quit because I was like bored. And then you're like, I quit. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the East Amherst store was, there was like just no Yeah. Business. Okay. So he tried to make you his flying monkey. Yeah. All right. Well, you, but it didn't work. No. But it, now that I look back on it, it would, I think it's more about I would have stand, stood up for the people that you so really. So you were mad at yourself at that time. I mean, you were like 25. Yeah. I mean, was, you know, yeah, I didn't you got to cut yourself a little slack. Yeah. But yeah, I get it. Okay, right. yeah, you can remove that cord. All that right. sounds like a good thing to remove. Okay. All right, my next one, you know, and I am a trendsetter here. You know, if you go back to my vision board, uh, I said I was not watching The Bachelor. <laughs> In January. This you is did. before all the crap hit the fan. <laughs> uh, if you're a Bachelor fan, you know that the show is just a crap show right now. Uh, you know, it's become a disaster. It's a waste of time. You've always and, felt this way. Yeah, now. I've always felt this way. But now I really have to cut this cord with the bachelor. Okay. And I think we really have to cut the cord with Tyler Cameron and Matt James. Oh, that was, yeah. You know, because, you know, hey, bro, let's go to Cabo and take our shirts off at the restaurant. Hey, bro, um, I want to take my shirt off, but I also want to wear this Bitcoin shirt. What do I do? (laughs) Hey, bro, (laughs) let's go on a yacht, drink vodka with our shirts off, bro. Hey, bro, can I still wear this beard, bro? (laughs) With your shirt off. Okay. Yay, <laughs> hey, bro. So, that makes no sense to anybody. No, it doesn't. That's but, our own personal joke that we can We have to cut the cord with that joke. We have to cut joke. the cord with the we joke. We have to let that. We go yeah. around the house. We're hay broing all the time. Right. We're right. your Tyler Cameron and I'm Matt James. It's a weird right. role play. Yeah. Um, let you all think about that a little bit more. And we just have to stop yeah, that. We got to cut this cord. You know, there, I'm looking at this man with his shirt off way too many times. Way too many times. You're obsessed. Yeah. I mean, I just did it like 30 seconds ago. You I saw bring them up. All the time. I know. And I am cutting the cord right now. Well, I can't yet because I got to get some psychics to help me, which we're going to do in the next segment. <laughs> you can do it You know, because I got to pay to do that. <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, no. I got to pay to do that from yeah. the psychics. Um, so <laughs> so I, I have, I'm cutting the cord of the Bachelor. I am right. not going to watch this season. Right. You know, yeah. I know you probably watch for those the moon shots that you like. No, I'm done. But I feel it, like I'm done. It's become a, it's just so 3D to me. You know, just it's too 3D. Too, a lot came out. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, when it was like just more whimsical or whatever, but now it's like become so serious and I, I can't get into it. I want like different groups of people. Yes. I want like the senior citizens. I thought they were supposed to do a senior citizen bachelor. I'm, Remember before all the crap hit the fan, they were looking for seniors. I mean, I'm I in was for into that, that one. Yeah, I'd, I'd be in for that. I was really into that one. And yeah. I always want them to do married couples because I want to go on a date like that with you. And like that's, I always, that, I don't know, this is my own random thing. Like they should just have a whole show where they just take a married couple and treat them like The Bachelor. Yeah. Whatever. You don't agree I, with me. I don't, I, you know, anything that says Bachelor in front of it, I'm not watching. <laughs> All right. All right. And, you know, the other, you know, the other thing, you know, I have a few other things on the list here. Yeah. Uh, you know, the 405 in LA, I, you know, I cut the cord with that. Yeah, it's very stressful for you. Yeah, very stressful. Uh, the naked cowboy in New York City, we had a thing. I don't want that anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, I, took a, I stopped to take a picture with him and, you know, I, he gave me his, his card and number. Oh, my. Yeah, I don't know what that was all that about. That just happens to you. And, you know, finally, if you're a fan of the show... I think, again, it's that time again. You know, I know for a little while I dropped it, but now I'm back. I, Jebediah and his entire family, the Yoders, <laughs> I need to cut that cord. You have to cut the cord with them. So, you got to remove the cord with them. Yeah. So after these couple ads, I'm going to talk about some psychics that I ran into that could help me do this. Okay, let's do that. We spend a lot of time taking care of the skin on our face, but you know what? 
the skin on your body is your largest organ. It's silly only to take care of part of it. I use Osea to give my skin all the attention it deserves. What I do is I love to take a nice hot shower. I get out, I pat dry, and I use Andaria Algae Body Oil to moisturize my skin. My skin becomes super soft and glowing. Um... I find it very luxurious and rich. It's not greasy or sticky at all. And it instantly moisturizes and replenishes all my dry skin. And I'm silky smooth. Skin is super soft and glowing with Andare Algae, Acai, and Baba Su seed oil. Osea soaks hand-harvested Andaria Algae in barrels of oils for up to six months. And the result is liquid Gold, a rich, luxurious, never greasy body oil, fragrant with sunny citrus and top notes of sweet passion fruit. I mean, you just smell amazing after this and you just feel like you really took care of yourself. Osea creates skin and body care products powered by the sea. And listen, they're made clean and safe skincare. Um, They've been around since 1996. They're vegan and cruelty-free. They're good to the planet. They're responsibly sourced, plant-derived ingredients, you know, really great for your skin, really great for our environment. They're female-founded and family-operated by a mother and daughter team. And let me tell you, the packaging is exquisite. I mean, you know how sometimes you have skincare stuff and you want to hide it underneath um, the cupboards or whatever? No, you want to keep all this stuff out. The Andaria Algae Body Oil, especially, it's this beautiful glass bottle. It's truly something to look at. So you can try Osea risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over $50. They even send free samples with every order. They're so thoughtful. And you get 10% off your first order with my promo code KYA at OseaMalibu.com. That's 10% off with code KYA at OseaMalibu. That is O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. You won't be disappointed. You know, you might be a little hesitant to pay attention to another part of yourself, and that's your mental health. But I'm going to tell you about BetterHelp because they're making it okay to talk about your mental health and happiness. You're not meant to keep everything inside. It makes us all sick when we do that. And therapy totally helps. So what is therapy exactly? Listen, it's whatever you want it to be. So maybe you're just not feeling like yourself right now. Maybe you need some tools to help. Maybe you're feeling numb or insecure or just stuck or you're not dealing well with stress or you're not sleeping great or anything like that. Whatever you need, please don't be ashamed of just normal human struggles. And you can start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help because BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's very affordable, more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with a therapist in under 48 hours. So you join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. You can see if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. So if you've been a little hesitant, BetterHelp is just a wonderful way to jump into this in a comfortable environment, which is your home. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Know Your Aura listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash KYA. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash K-Y-A. Hey, Scotty. Hey. So I'm going to be talking about removing cords and how it's really important to identify what they are and to remove them on your own because the whole point 
is to learn the lesson. But you don't seem right. to understand this. What are you well, well, bringing no. to us? Well, now that I realize I have all these cords I yeah. have to cut, you know, right. like, like the waffle machine, I, I, you know, I don't know if I could do this on my own. So I decided that I was going to go and find a couple, you know, psychics or okay. whatever, you know, whatever spiritual people mm-hmm. that I felt comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I came up with a few and I'm going to decide which one I want to go with. Okay. All right. I came up with three. Okay. okay. All right, so the first one, I'm not going to name anybody's name or anything like that, okay? Uh, The first one has like a step process here. Okay. Okay, so the first step is that he's going to actually give me a scan. Oh, he scans He scans me. Okay. scans me, okay. Then it depends on what he finds. Okay. Okay, so he's going to do a scan. He'll find some stuff, and then he'll know what I need. Okay. Okay, and this is is really good. You know, um, if you're international... It's going to be a five cent, five percent upcharge. So oh. no U.S. right off the bat, I say five percent. Okay, that's perfect for me. Okay, okay. Then all the clearings are going to be in silent. What does that like, mean? Like there's no talking. So okay, you know sometimes I get laryngitis. That's good. You know if I have laryngitis, I can't talk. Okay, I you know perfect for me. So so what do you mean? So so like you're he, trying to say that he tells you what's wrong with you. He gives me a scan. He tells me what's wrong. We never talk. Oh, wait. Oh wait. We don't talk to each other. So how does he do a scan? Okay, he does it on a psychic level. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you send a picture or do you, does he get your name or? Yeah, um, that was a little fuzzy. Okay. I, I, you know, I think he just. How much is this? Well, well I'm going to get it. Okay. okay. Yeah, gonna, oh, yeah. I got all okay. the info. Okay. Okay. So then basically what he tells me is all the cords that have to be cut. Okay. He tells me about like blocks I might have, hooks that I might have, blocks, okay. hooks, cut. Cuts, all these things. Okay. All right. And then based off that, uh, you can go, there's many, many services. There's like tons of services. Oh. So there, there's so many. So the first one is uh, freeing the penal gland. Oh. But, I, you know, I, I told him I wanted to skip that one because I have no problems going to the bathroom. <laughs> I pee totally is. fine. <laughs> that's not what that And is. He, he gave me a weird look. You know, he didn't say anything because we're not allowed to talk. Right. But, you know, so I'm not doing freeing the penal gland. Okay. Because I, I pee <laughs> fine. That's what that is. Okay. 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 So here's the thing. The first cord, now there's many, many cords, okay? And there's many different things you can cut, like allergies, parasite, emotional, uh, deep sleep repair, chakra hooks, deep sea fishing hooks. I think that one's just if you go on a fishing trip and you hook yourself. Okay. Uh, he'll do that for you too. So that's like actually a physical one. You okay. know, he removes the hook from you. For you. you don't have to go to the emergency room. So it's $35 a cut uh, cut cord oh, okay. for the first one. But if you get more than one, 25 bucks each. Oh. So that's not bad, right? You get a deal. Here's my thing. Like I think um, you have to use your brain. Okay. You know, and I think you have to have some common sense. Right. And I feel like the whole thing with with using somebody for these things, which I'm going to get into, is um, you're supposed to learn something from removing the cords. Does he teach you about what they are or what they link back to so you could, like, learn about it? Well, he does and on that psychic level, I guess. Because... But you don't get anything written or, or a phone session or anything? Well, you, you might get a phone session, but you're not allowed to talk. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I think you do get an email after. And and I don't like I don't like when there's like a laundry list of oh, things. Oh, there's hundreds of things. Yeah, that. I don't I don't like that. Like I think it should be like what you need and then there's like a set price to cover it. If somebody's even going to Yeah. do that. I I get wary of people that offer to remove your attachments for you. Okay. Cuz it's just it's too easy to make that stuff up and charge weird mm. amounts for it. Interesting. I didn't think about it that way. Um he also said he could do it for our pets, so if like Rocky or Dusty <laughs> 
has like a cord. <laughs> Same price too, 35, 25. Oh my God. Or even your car. Because remember I had what? problems on the 405? Oh my gosh. I was thinking for my on car. On car? Yeah. Okay, that's scammy. Yeah. That's um, ridiculous. Now there's a couple other ones that stood out to me. <laughs> the car, come on. That, you know, one, this one I definitely didn't need, like the, like the penal gland one. This is for $366. Ooh. He is going to clear the corruption of your tantra. And, oh. you know, you know what happens here. This makes it like 4th of July. That's what he said in the bedroom. It's oh. like fireworks, clear the tantra. Wow. I don't need this for one, obviously. For a couple obviously. or just for one person? It's for, <laughs> just it's for you and your mate. Yeah, it's for oh, you. is it? Yeah, it's for oh, your couple. Okay. Yeah. You, the couple person doesn't have to, like the other person doesn't have to be there. Really? Just you. Okay. But he'll make fireworks. $366. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it does I'm, take 24 hours to work. The way that I work, it's, and I think like other people, like we can alert you to what's going on, but you have to do the work to fix it. You know? Yeah. It's, I think a lot of people don't want to do the work to fix it. So it's easier to like blame. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a cord. If you take it out now, I'm better. It's like, eh, nah, that's yeah. not how it works. I mean, <laughs> 366, you know, he's in competition with, you know, Pfizer's Viagra, but, uh, you know, there could be people that need that. And, okay. Uh, yeah. That sounds uh, fast. I don't know how you find these people. 366 bucks. All right. Okay. The other one, I, now, this one too, I'm like, eh, do I need this? Maybe. Maybe. This okay. is the dragon fire healing. Ooh. And he's going to connect himself to my root chakra. Ooh, no, thank you. And he's going to. <laughs> Please don't. Please stay out of there. He's going to heal <laughs> my past lives. Now, we all know I was Robert Redford in a past life. Oh, he's still alive, honey. Right. You're, like, um, co-current with him? Yeah. All right. Mm. Maybe this would be better for your mom, who was Anne Frank in a past life. <laughs> um, and the thing is, like, it, depending on who you are, he says, the yes. results are going to vary. So, like, if you're em- empathetic, it's going to vary. Okay. If you're an empath, it's going to vary, too. And then he really says if you're an ultra empath, it could really vary. Okay. So... All right. He's my first... You know, he's one of my like choices. I don't like that he's hanging out in the root chakra. How much is that? That you, one, I think, was like call for pricing. Oh, jeez. Okay. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, you know, look, that 5% offer. I don't want the, anybody yeah. actually going in uh-huh. any chakra of mine and hanging out there. All right. Well, this cord cutting service is just flat rate. Oh, okay. I, so like, I, like, yeah. I like a flat rate. Yeah. It's $129.99. Ooh, it's like, yeah, 99 yeah. cents. Yeah. And okay. they, they arrive on site. Mm. Um, they come to you? They come to you. Physically? Yeah. yeah they physically come to you. Oh, God. Um, they come to discuss the scope of the work they're okay. going to do. Okay. Uh, I mean, it sounds a little proby here, but all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. So we can say we're removing it. Yeah, I better get my MIR ready on that one. Uh, <laughs> they do an unboxing. Uh, oh, like, yeah. like a YouTube video? Like an unboxing, yeah. <laughs> like, I just, what is uh, that? No, for real? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they do updates, uh, firm and soft. What are you talking uh, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all installation um, at, is, is included in the Wait, price. Scott. Yes. The, who are these people? Okay. Well, they, you also get your choice, Roku or Apple. Uh, you get your choice of Netflix, Hulu. Is this the cable guy? This is Best Buy, yeah. And they... <laughs> They will cord. They will cut your your cord from you cable. You got me. Yeah, they will cord. Cut you the cord. got me. No, no, I know. I, you got. Me. I'm like that. Actually, sounds like a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> That's best. Oh my god. Yeah, it's Best Buy. So but literal cords. It's That's a real funny. cut. Yeah, yeah. All right, you got so, me. So I'm. So that was my second choice. Okay. All right. So I'm thinking of them. L- cut legit, the cord. that sounded like the best one. 
which so, says a lot. Well, I got one more. Then I'm like, oh, a flat rate. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, now there's another lady here, and this is she's more expensive than the first guy. She's 100 bucks per cord. Oof. Okay. So, Damn. but there's less. What I liked about her is there was <laughs> there was less choices. Can she do the car too? I I don't. She didn't have the, the service for the car. So okay. you know, yeah, that I just have to bring it to Honda. But um, okay, so this is what she says. Uh, it's going to happen when I'm sleeping. Okay. Okay. And then when I wake up, so I sleep, and when I wake up, there's going to be a detailed report for me. Okay. You know, before I even get my morning coffee, there's going to be a report. I don't okay. know how that. I think it's an email, but uh, she'll have a report. Uh, she's going to tell me how to keep the cord off too. Okay. okay. That, I'm glad. All right. So I don't know. Maybe I put in a shoebox like or something. That, no, I like that there's a little bit of like instruction with it. Yeah. You, you're going to get emailed. Yeah. Um, I like that she talks to you and gives you like tips. Yeah. No, we don't talk again. We just talk oh. by email. Okay. Okay. Because I'm sleeping, remember. Uh, she's going to poke around. She says my soul's grid. I don't mm. know what that means, but okay. you know, I don't know. Maybe she puts a finger on my belly button. I have no idea. <laughs> um, now, if I don't know. Now, here. <laughs> This is why I thought it might be good for people that have, like, trouble making decisions. I don't, but other people do. If you don't know what you want to cut, she's going to do it, tell you, for you, okay? So, like, she will tell you what you need cut. You don't okay. even have to tell her. She's going to tell you. She gets okay. into that soul grid and does that. Okay. Um, and here's the best part. This yeah. is great. And I thought this is what kind of sold me on her. After she does all this, mm-hmm. um, and if I meet the requirements, oh. I don't know what those are, but if okay. I meet her, then I can pay her another $400. Yeah, only oh $400. God. And then she can teach me how to cut someone else's cords. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I pay 100 to get my cord cut. Yeah. Then I pay her 400 She teaches me how to cut your cord. And hey, oh my God. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? I know, like, people might not think that you're joking, by the way. Oh, no. What? Yeah. No, I'm not joking. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to pick the one from Best Buy. I, 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 I'm going with the Best Buy. I, I don't watch cable anymore. Uh, you know, all jokes aside, just because, I don't know, not everybody knows that you joke. Like, not everybody gets your humor, and you're still going with it. What like, humor? Okay, we get it. Anyways. I'm not funny. <laughs> Please be careful. This is and the, and the reason why I took such a long time, like, doing this episode yeah. was because... This is like the number one scam I see happening. Like I'll oh I'll remove your attachments, I'll cut cords, I'll break curses, da 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 da. And I it's always such like it gives psychics such a bad name. Right. Um so well, just please be careful with this stuff. That's why we make the paranormal normal. Normal. That and is our that's goal. what I'm I'll talk to you after after yes. we go through this. Um I'm gonna talk to how you can do it yourself. All right. Now speaking of, you know, bad psychics or whatever you want to call them, um, a few weeks ago, we had someone who wrote into the Mississippi Kella spiritual family, mm-hmm. uh, Isabella, and she was you know, told by a human design person or some other thing like that, that she was just normal, that she was boring. And you know, I went on a little red rant. I got all mad that the, 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 the spiritual person would tell her that, and I told her to reach out and email us a picture. And then, you know, then of course I forgot about it. But then a lot of people in our discussion groups were saying, hey, what, what happened with Isabella? What's her colors? Uh, so she did send a letter, an email, which I'm going to read to you guys. And then she sent her a picture. So we're going to ha- we have to give her her colors. Yes, absolutely. And here we go. Okay. So she writes, OMG, I was just catching up on last week's episode when I heard you read the question. I asked the Facebook group, and now I'm frantically writing this email at midnight. First, I would love to come over for hot chocolate sometime. Oh, because we were like, we have to bring you over for hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. All right. <laughs> and be your friend. 
Okay. Yeah, if you bring it, that that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Conserve it. Too. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll heat it up in the microwave. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll get the marshmallows. All right. Second, even if I am a normal person of the world, I most definitely feel special now after being mentioned on the podcast. Sweet. Aw. Uh, I attached a picture of myself and would love to hear Scott's take on my aura. I don't know if you want that, but I only have a 17% approval uh, approval rating for that. Uh, funny enough, before I even heard on this episode, MM recently commented on a TikTok I made, which I will attach for reference, and confirmed I was a purple by saying that you guys were aura twins. <laughs> I had a total fangirl freakout moment and was not prepared to have another one tonight after hearing my name on the podcast, LOL. So she might even have another one now. I'm not quite sure what my secondary color is so let me know what you think thank you so much for taking the time to answer my question i feel so seen and you both just made my day smiley face i still feel like i'm a little bit of a wannabe empath but i'm hoping there's a specific type of empath that i will resonate with i'm probably just starting to come out of my empath coma like mm mentioned thank you again for making me feel special wow all right, so Isabella, we know that she is a purple. And All right, now Scott's looking okay, at her so picture. I'm looking at a picture. She's got a picture with the dog. It's adorable. It's adorable. What do you uh, think she is? If I had to guess, I'm, I'm going to say purple definitely, but you already confirmed that. So, And then the other color I would say is like a blue or an indigo. All right, so when I look at her, definitely purple, but she's – all right, so she's indigo too. So, Isabella, you're indigo too. Okay. But what happens is, is you're wearing kind of like – um. Just like a fuzzy blue over it. Okay. So if I, I'm just going to talk directly to her. All right. So the way I see you is the purple's really deep and it's actually being worked on a lot right now. So I just get a lot of creative outlets, a lot of artistry, a lot of things like that. And a lot of tapping into what other people need you to be. And that's why you might not feel like an empath because you're so saturated with other people's visions and perspectives and points of view and what they want you to do based on what they want instead of what you want. I sometimes get this just around people who are true artists. They, they are like, cause I get you absorbing into other people's visions and becoming the visions for them. So I will get that like I said, a lot of creatives, artists, people working in that realm and you coming out of that little empath coma like yeah a hundred percent sometimes with indigos i talked about this on the shade the bonus episode to the shade so indigo you don't know you're indigo because what it is is you're so in other people's mindsets it becomes almost like an out-of-body experience all the time and you feel like that's normal so you can kind of lose yourself a little bit but your purple is very strong and you're very and just the fact that you're seeking it and you're out there and you're looking for it that is and, and it just keeps coming back to you an empath wouldn't care so much, and sorry, a non-empath wouldn't care so much if they were or were not one. Right. You know, like yeah. you don't really care. No, it doesn't bother me. Like, you know, but like, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. you're obviously like a sensitive person that cares about people, like a hundred percent, but you're not like, oh, you know, somebody who really is an empath, 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 like they care if they are or aren't one, you know, yeah. and people who aren't, it's like, it's okay, I'm cool. Like, it's right. good. So, so yeah. Excellent. So Isabella is a purple Indigo, indigo, but the blue's kind of hanging up, but that's just temporary. So definitely an empath. Feels Everyone, like a work thing. Yeah, a lot of people wanted an update on that, uh, and there you go. Mm-hmm. So if she wants to post that in the, the Facebook group, she can do that. All right. 
right. We have a couple more ads. Yes. And then we're going to hear what you have to say. All right. So you might have been hearing a lot about the restorative effects of collagen. It's like all the rage. Um, you know, it's wonderful things it can do to your skin and your hair and your nails and help you sleep. Well, Ancient Nutrition is the very best collagen on the market. Ancient Nutrition has one goal, to transform the health of every individual on the planet with history's most powerful superfoods. Whether you want to improve your body, sharpen your mind, or just feel like your best self, Ancient Nutrition makes supplements to get real results you can see and feel. All Ancient Nutrition products are made from the highest quality ingredients and are rigorously and repeatedly tested for purity. Their best-selling multi-collagen protein powder includes five types of collagen. It is the first and only collagen on the market with clinically studied ingredients proven to help reduce joint discomfort as early as day one, improve fine lines and wrinkles after four weeks. Thank you very much. And transform your overall skin tone after eight weeks. It's unflavored, okay? It dissolves in any liquid, so you just put a scoop in your morning coffee or your smoothie, or you can even put it in baked goods. It's proven formulas for real impact. That's what ancient nutrition is all about. So right now, you can get on with this. Ancient Nutrition is offering 20% off your first order when you go to ancientnutrition.com right now and enter promo code KYA at checkout. That's ancientnutrition.com. Enter promo code KYA for 20% off your first order, ancientnutrition.com. Enter promo code KYA at checkout. Um, hey, Scott, you know that spring has sprung? And people might not know this about you. Right. But you are a voice model for yes. the wonderful Dipsy. Yes. Dipsy brings the warmth of the outside world back yes. into the bedroom. And if you're looking to heat things up, there's a story waiting for you. That's right. I am here to turn you off <laughs> oh, after yes. they turn you on. They turn you on so good. Yeah. You know. That I have to try to turn you off. So, like, you know, let's say you're yeah. going to the bank after. Yeah. You know, you're listening to Dipsy in the car. Yeah. You're all and, turned on. You know, or you're listening to KYA in the car. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to go to the bank. What do you do? What do you, you know, do? What do you, do? you can't walk in right. like that. So, you might need this voice model story. Right. And this one is called the post office. Okay. All right, so go. So, well, Dipsy is an audio app, and they're full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. I needed to get postage for three letters. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. The line was very long. It was nearing Christmas time. <laughs> Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on, or that coworker you've always had a little thing for, or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they'd like to do to you. After an hour, I made it to the clerk. <laughs> it is really awful to go to the post office when it's busy. It is. <laughs> they release new content every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. He asked, what type of stamps would you like? And if you need to wind down, oh, that's what you're for. Dipsy has wellness sessions also, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. I replied, the Disney princess collection, please. (laughs) So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash K-Y-A. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash 
K-Y-A. That's dipsystories.com slash K-Y-A. And it is 30 days for free. Give it a shot with your partner or yourself. It is fun stuff. I wish Cliff a happy holidays and left the post office. Thank you, Dipsy Voice Model. Yeah. Ooh, so that, that really would work for you. Yeah, you know, that, that, that gets you right it, out of the moment. Out of the yeah. moment so you can go function in society. Right. Yeah. After Dipsy yeah. turns you on, yeah. we got you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. All right, let's hear what... Let's talk about it. Let's talk about removing... Those cords. Thank you. Cutting cords, removing attachments. These are things we hear a lot in this world, this spiritual world, and that's what we're talking about today because there's truth to it. But I want to make something clear before I begin. This is something you have to do yourself. There are people out there that offer it for a fee to do it for you. Oh, you have attachments. You have, I have to cut them. I have to remove them. I have to remove cords. You have to do this work yourself. So I would advise you much caution in paying anybody money to do this for you because the whole point is to learn something from it and you're not going to learn anything from it if you pay somebody else to do it and it's not even theirs to remove. This is something you have to find in yourself and remove it yourself. Just like everything that I try to give to you informationally in this podcast, it's the personal responsibility of our own spiritual awakening is essential. You have to stand in your own power. And today we're going to talk about how to remove cords yourself. So you can do this yourself and you can be a sovereign individual with your own connection to self and source. So that's my little disclaimer, my little cautionary warning tale of that. So another thing, and this is what I learned, and this is This is what I learned, actually. Cutting cords is not what you want. Think of like a root. Think of a tree. If you're getting rid of a tree, you have to, or a plant, or you're weeding a garden, you have to get the root out. Now, you can cut off the top, but what's going to happen? It's going to grow back, and and they're tricky. You know, those little weeds in the garden, they're going to grow stronger next time. So you don't want to just cut your attachments. You need to remove them. And attachments and cords, you know, I might use those words interchangeably, but just think of them as, you know, roots and then the stem. That's what we want to remove the whole thing. So what are these things? What are cords? So cords are energetic just attachments. They're energetic ropes, if you will, that connect you to other people, institutions, objects, events in the past, addictions, cultural systems, trauma, basically anything you've had an interaction with. It's just an energetic connection. It's an exchange of emotional and life force energy that's had some sort of influence on you. And, and like, honestly, everything, anything you've had an interaction with leaves a cord. And most of them are fine. Like you think about love or like the bond with a family member or a lover or a friend or, you know, that time at summer camp that you had, you know, a lot of these cords, they're there. And sometimes they even, it, it, even if it wasn't all happy, it's not traumatic. You know, you can have memories that aren't happy that aren't heavy. You ever notice that in your life? Like maybe you had a breakup with somebody and no, it wasn't great, but it's also not something that you're traumatized from or you feel the need to remove. 
maybe you have a relationship with a family member and, you know, it's ups and downs, but it's not anything that, you know, you feel the need to remove. Those are, those are fine cords to have attached to you. That's not a big deal. It's the ones that promote negativity and stagnation and heaviness and emotional and even physical pain are the ones that we have to get rid of. These are negative and draining cords and these need to be gone because they don't serve us at all. And you do have to regularly clear your energy of these things and especially during transitional times in your life. So you're going to especially want to do this. I mean, you could do this once a week if you want to, but you're going to want especially maybe notice that you want to do this when you want to start over in life, like you're moving to a new place or whatever. You know, I I, I had a reading this week. It's funny because I had like a group of friends and they all, um, I wonder if they're listening, they're all moving together. And I often say to people, you know, there's that saying, you can't run away from your problems, but I don't believe in that. <laughs> like I think you can. If you're going, you're moving to the new place and you take a major real look at, at the awareness of what cords you have in you so that you don't recreate patterns over and over again in your life. Because that's the thing, that's the thing like when in your life, like these cords, and this is why you really want to get rid of them. What happens is if you don't remove them, you're just going to, they're just going to keep sprouting similar experiences over and over and over again. And in myself, what I notice is I always meet the same person. And um, it's not every person I meet. Honestly, 99.9% of the people I meet are like the most wonderful people in the world. And that's why everybody gets the same chance with me. Everyone's gets the same shot. But when you do that, when you're open, what happens is you're going to meet the same person that did you wrong and that you're programmed to find over and over and over again. Cause for some reason I just haven't learned it yet personally. And my issue is confrontation. That's my issue. So when somebody does something blatantly to me that is, is bad. I have a really hard time with confrontation. So I keep getting somebody every once in a while doing something that hurts me, cuts me deep. And I am like, okay, I have to confront them. And that's my biggest fear. So that's my own thing. But like you and your own, you have your own thing too. And that's a result of some sort of cord in you. That's not about the interaction you're having right now with somebody that's stressful or the interaction that you're having in the world that's stressful or whatever. Like, you know, it could be like a theme in your life. It's not about that present one right now. It's about an old one. And that's the roots of the cord. And that's what we're going for. So the reason why you have to look at these is every time you're doing something new in your life, it's like a fresh, it's like a fresh plot of land for these weeds to sprout back up on. So you have to know what, you know, you have to have awareness. Okay, what is my thing so that I can nip it in the bud before it starts again? So that's why when you move to a new place, when I was reading these clients and they're moving to a new place, it's like, oh my gosh, like they're, they could all have a whole new, a new story. And they were all getting, you know, messages from spirit during the reading, which is like, okay, this is what you're going to do different. And this is what you're going to do different. And this is what you're going to do different. So, so you can truly live differently. And, and part of that is removing a cord, like knowing what you did in the past, acknowledging it, seeing it, seeing why you did it, and then being more aware so it doesn't happen again. But you're going to want to remove cords, yeah, like when you move or start over after a breakup that's particularly painful, fights with friends, like basically a bad interaction with anyone, like a road rage incident or like anything. 
surgery, illness, um, you know, helping somebody else through that, when you've been in an accident or just when you've had a string of what appears to be bad luck, getting fired or quitting, anything legal, you know, <laughs> that death and just, you know, basically overall you're starting fresh, a new project, a new this, a new that. And you just don't want, you want to be aware of the old stuff so it doesn't find fresh ground in this new situation. So the point of removing a cord, those roots inside of you that are deeply set from programming in the past, from events and energetic interactions in the past, the point of doing this is to keep the lesson but to drop that emotional heaviness that's so present. You know, we can have that breakup that happened five years ago, but the effects of it still bother us today as if it's still happening now. Our mind, our egos work to keep these negative connections present. It it nurtures the root of the cord. Because in a way, it's a survival skill if you think about it. You always have to respect the ego. It's just trying to keep us alive. It's just trying to keep us remembering the mistakes of the past. And how it does that is it makes everything reappear that way. You're good at making those mistakes, so they keep popping up. And you're good at being scared of changing it up, so that, you know, that's always what you come up against. That fear. So... Yeah, so your ego likes to keep all that fresh in the mind, and it promotes survival, but at a primal level. You know, we don't want to exist primally. We want to exist soulfully. That's different. You know, we want to thrive. So we have to keep the lesson, but discard that feeling of heaviness, fear, sadness, the weight of it that holds us back, the stagnation, as if it were still happening today. And the more you became or you become aware of what is you versus what is not you, which is what we talk about a lot here, like what's me versus what did I pick up along the way, which has a lot to do with these cords inside of us, the more you'll notice the cords. They feel like, you know, eventually they'll feel like foreign bodies inside of you. They'll feel like things that aren't supposed to be there, kind of scratchy even sometimes. And they can be uncomfortable, but you can remove them yourself and then they can be gone. They truly can be gone. And when they come back up, it's like, Oh, wait a second. Like, I remember that trauma. I remember that connection. I remember that. But you don't have that heaviness of it. It's something that is kind of just like a piece. I say this a lot. Like, we all exist in the same, you know, there's the same world, but we all have different filters looking at it. So depending on what your particular issues are, certain things bother you that would never bother other people. Like, with me, it's confrontation. Like, that doesn't bother other people the way it bothers me. So like they can have an interaction with somebody that's negative and they walk away, they sleep fine that night versus me that I'm like, oh my God, because it's, it's hitting a filter on me. It's hitting that cord in me that is like, ding, ding, ding. You didn't learn what you're supposed to learn yet. <laughs> so awareness, notice it, take it out, deal with it. Um, and, and, and whatever that is for you, like you can live the way other people do that aren't affected by the traumas that you're affected by. Does that make sense? Like you could, you can live a life where things that used to bother you, all of a sudden you're like, hmm, wow, I feel at peace and calm about that. It doesn't bother me the way it used to. You can live like that. And that's what cord removal is about. So there are steps to removing a cord yourself. And I have to do a shout out to... Um, a woman I follow on YouTube. And I mean, she just has, I like her a lot. Her name's Tertia, T-E-R-T-I-A. And she's just, 
she's very promoting, you know, do it yourself healing, which I appreciate. You know, she gives a lot of information up. So I just want to shout out to her because this is the person I've been watching a lot to help me in my own um, path. Okay. So steps to removing a cord yourself. So first of all, you have to have awareness of it and because that's the whole point. That's the whole point of having a cord in you. You're supposed to notice it. It's not going to go anywhere unless you know what it is. So during a trauma or transition or interaction, when you start to get bothered by something, the first thing you have to realize is, wait a second, there's more to it. So like if you're having a fight with um, a friend and you know, they accuse you of something and they're getting defensive. It's like, wait a second, this isn't about this silly argument. This goes back inside of me somewhere deep. What is that? So that's awareness. You know, there's more to it and you know that there needs to be growth in your awareness to what isn't yours, what's from some sort of interaction energetically you had in the past and what needs to go away now. It's kind of like a tuning fork, you know, um, that's what that's how I envision cords myself. You know, when you touch a tuning fork to, you know, if you touch it on the one side, it reverberates throughout the whole thing. So if you picture like a tree coming out of you, like, and that's your, that's your cord. And if somebody, um, and the roots are deep inside of you somewhere, and then, you know, the branches reach far, far out. And if somebody touches one of the branches, it can reverberate into you somewhere. And that's kind of what this whole thing is. Like if you're having like a silly fight with a friend about something, but you're really upset about it, it's not about that. It's about something, it's reverberating deep inside of you and the source is something else. So you have to understand that before you can move on a little bit. And and sometimes it's like, you know, you might not have, you know, maybe we don't have that. <laughs> Just even understanding that there's more to it could be it. Because that could be like a real journey to figure out exactly what it is. Just be like, there's more to it. That's a good enough awareness to begin removing it. So don't think you have to have like a, a full dissertation on what your issues are exactly before you remove a cord. I don't want to make this too complicated for you. It's like, mm, you know, I'm having this fight, but it's really about more than that. So I'm going to remove whatever that is. So yeah, awareness. And, and this is, this is kind of interesting. And this is where I sound like a crazy psychic lady, but you know what? You're here. So let's do it. Um, (laughs) you, okay. So your aura, it's not just like the front of you. I know that's how we interpret it. We're always like the front of us. It's really like, it's and your energy field is like the front and the back of you. And I'm not a Reiki healer, but when when, when Reiki healers kind of go into your energy, they pay attention to like like the bubble around you or whatever. So your chakras uh, don't just project from the front of you. They project behind you too. So you have to think like when you're kind of thinking about where your cords are, one of the ways you can kind of find them is through putting your hands through your own energy field. Okay. So this is just very simple. And again, I'm not a Reiki master healer or anything like that, but I do have awareness of the chakras and it's something that can help you or assist you when you're kind of doing your own scan. So yes, follow me just for a second. So what you have to do is kind of get in like a meditative state or just chill or just be outside or just be quiet and just like flip and go for it. Okay. I know you sound, this sounds a little out there, but we're doing it. And you have to kind of just sit there and you can take your hands and you can really ask your spirit guides, your angels. You can ask, my favorite is Archangel Michael, you know, Michaela, Michael, it's my thing. Um, even if that doesn't resonate with you, just ask a higher power to come and help you protect yourself. And what you're going to do is you're going to take your hands and you're going to start at the crown of your head and you're going to just sweep down. 
and you're going to go slow. You're going to notice something when you do it. And if you don't, don't worry about it. But if you do, stay with me here. You're going to notice that in certain parts of your body, there's a hesitation with your hands. Or there's a physical reaction in your body. And I want you to pay attention to where those are. Because every chakra can kind of alert you to where these cords might be sticking, where the roots are. It can help you locate them. And sometimes where they are can give you some sort of cue into what exactly your attachments or your cords are, what the actual main issue is that's causing all these other mirrored issues in your life. So let's say it's at the top of your head. That's the crown chakra. Let's say it feels a little funny there. That has to do with kind of, you know, if it's deficient or if it's stuck there, it can be limited beliefs or apathy or you're having a hard time um, I guess, connecting to source. If it's, you know, even on the opposite end, it can be too much, you know, you count on other people too much to help you. You have to help yourself spiritually. You know, you got to listen to yourself. You got to give yourself more power. Your third eye that's in between your, your eyebrows. Um, if you get stuck there, it can be a little bit like denial. Um, or, it, it can sometimes it can even throb or hurt. You know, you have to want to work on your memory there a little bit, opening it, opening it up, trusting how what you see more with that sense. The throat chakra. I used to have a lot of issues with this. I did a lot of cord removing here. This was speaking your truth, um, being clear. You know, sometimes even speaking it to yourself is important. A lot of people who were abused growing up and they felt they couldn't tell anybody have a lot of stuck with stuckness with the throat chakra because they couldn't speak. And sometimes it's not literal. Like you don't have to speak it to the people that should have heard you. You have to speak it at least to yourself. Because what I learned in my own cord removal with the throat chakra stuff was, whew, yeah, it was heavy. What it was was I decided it didn't, what happened to me didn't matter because if I cared that it mattered or if I was hurt by it, then I would be disappointed by the people who didn't believe me. Okay. So you have to kind of go back to that spot and be like, Ooh, wait a second. When did I, when did I, when did I decide I didn't want to say it anyways? Because that was just my tactic for dealing with it, pretending that, oh, I have nothing to say anyways. Well, you do have things to say and you can say them to yourself or in a journal or to your cat or whatever, but you got to talk about it somehow. Um, your heart chakra, you know, self-acceptance is a big one. You know, you know, if you're feeling lonely or isolated or jaded, it can get a little stuck there. This is my big one, the solar plexus. It's like, it's like a little above your belly button, like a few inches above your belly button. This is like poor self-esteem. <laughs> and as I'm working on this one now. And um, what else? Uh, kind of like, I guess your strength of clarity, like how clear you are, um, trusting yourself, trusting trusting your, and being confident in, in what you feel. That's, and, and I, and I do get, that's my place I get stuck currently when I'm doing my cord removals is, oof. Yeah, I, the confidence, the self-esteem, 
that thing. So that's my thing. But you can even feel it because like with me, like it, it can hurt a little bit or feel anxious in that spot. So that's another place like you can feel it with your hands or you might be able to actually feel it in your body. And that's where I go to recently when I'm trying to work on my own cord removal. Um, your sacral chakra, it's a little below your belly button. This is like healing sexually. You can feel numb sometimes, um, obsessive, or you can feel, um, like it can be a passion issue here just in general. So if you're feeling just kind of stagnant, your sacral chakra can help you a lot. Um, but it can get stuck there if you're not feeling great with relationships, and expressing your emotions. And then finally, your root chakra, which is like the base of your spine. And this is where grounding, you have an issue feeling grounded. You feel like the rug is going to get pulled out from under you. You have an issue with um, feeling safe or secure in your world, like control. So if you find just getting stuck there or pain there, or when you're paying attention, those are the places that you're drawn to. When I say like, hey, remove that cord and you're drawn to one of those places, you know, just take a look at the chakras and be like, okay, what do they represent? Because that could also give you a cue into what the bigger issue is, the thing you're supposed to learn in the first place. All right. So that's a lot. So, you know, you can do that with your hands. You can visualize it you know, in a meditative state, okay, where in my body, you know, there's so many ways to do this depending on you. And I don't want you to feel like if you don't, you're not a great meditator, you can't do this. You just have to go into yourself and just ask yourself questions and just see what the answers are, not what they should be, what they actually are. Like some people visualize rips or tears in their energy field or their aura, or like I said, your body hurts or you feel it with your hands. There's so many ways to kind of pinpoint what is the issue? Where is it coming from? Where is this cord I need to take out? And what does it represent? Our bodies are metaphors. So what happens is, is you know, where your body gives you issues can you can kind of metaphor it out symbolically to what the, what the broader and um, connected issue is in your life. You got to get a little creative about it. So the next thing is you have to forgive. This is hard. You know, Oprah says this. I'm going to botch the quote, but I've said it before. It's like forgiveness is giving up the idea that the past could have been any different than it was. She says something like that. You know, forgiveness isn't like going to lunch with somebody now who abused you or um, it's not like sending them Christmas cards every year. Or, you know, it, And they don't even have to be around for you to forgive them. Forgiveness is just letting it go. It happened and I'm okay. I'm here. I survived it. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to hold on to that anymore that it could have been different because I don't have that control. That's what forgiveness is. So you have to just kind of release it release because forgiveness gives you such power because you're like, I'm not going to be attached to this anymore. You can do this a couple ways, but it's really easy to go into the why or the victimization sometimes. And if you're still stuck in that, like I'm angry, I'm victimized, I'm pissed off. That's okay. But it's hard to release a cord when you feel that way. So you might not be ready for that, especially if somebody's like, I mean, people have gone through horrible things. So the person that you might have to forgive or the event you might have to forgive. And like I said, forgiveness isn't that they were okay or you're just giving them a free pass. Forgiveness is like, I let go of the fact that it's never going to (laughs) change. I'm letting that go. That's all that forgiveness is. So if you're not there yet, that's okay. 
don't push yourself because this can be very emotional. But if you are ready, and we do this sometimes, and well, we do this in my emotion in my um, empath, uh, the recovering empath workshop where we we release it, we give it back. So you take whatever that is, and and you just you picture the person in front of you or the event in front of you, and you picture your pain, and you just say, "Here you go," and they take it, and that's it. You walk away from it. And like I say in, in, my, uh, in the workshop, if you've gone, just like if you're returning a borrowed sweater, here you go. And then you just walk away. Just try to envision that feeling that you would if you were just returning, you know, the neighbor's you know, tool that you borrowed. Here, thanks. Bye. That's it. Did it. Ooh, all right, good. I got that off my list. That's it. Try to keep that levity with it because it's going to help you. Um, and, and imagine that person in front of you and taking it. And when you do that, when you do that, what you're doing is you're letting them go too. And it's like, it's almost like a weight. Like if you had a chain and then a weight and you just took the weight off, what happens? You float up. You just float up. And imagine yourself floating up from this person or event right into the 5D away. Final, you know, the next step is kind of with the, with the forgiveness step. It's when you actually pull out the cord and you have, you have, there's two ways to do it. You know, there's so much information out there about this, by the way, this is just kind of my take on it based on what I've learned, but there's two ways you can want, you can imagine it dissolving inside of you, or you could like pull it out. I like to pull it out. (laughs) So you Take it just like at the base, just like if you were weeding a garden. Okay, you take it at the base and you just very slow and you breathe through it and you pull it out of you. And you, I'm going to be honest, when I've done this in the past, I felt it leave me and it feels weird. So when you do that, it's like, whoa, it can feel almost like that's been in there a while. That was tangled up and stuff. Okay. And then you hold it in your hand and then just imagine it just dissolving as you gift it back to source. Wherever it came from, you don't have to know where it came from, but wherever it did, it's gone now. And that's it. It's in its proper place. And that's the thing, like, that's why you can't cut them because roots get stronger. And and cutting it is like, that's like the easy ways. Like, we've all cut cords a lot. Like, and that's why we're in these repetitive predicaments because it's just a metaphor for taking some sort of easy ways out. Like with me with confrontation, like, okay, I'll just avoid everybody that I would have a confrontation with or put them off or not instead of like face to face, like dealing with it, that's cutting a cord, you know? So when you remove a cord, you deal with it. (laughs) And so it's a little messier and it's a little more intense and it can give you kind of panic, but you're doing this just with you and yourself in meditation. And and what you'll find is after it, after the cord gets removed, then the next time there comes a similar situation that becomes triggering to you, you notice that you can deal with it without any stress or fear or issues at all. That's what happened when I removed my like throat, the cords from my throat. I now can speak very clearly, way more than I used to about how I feel or my vulnerabilities. And when people think I'm crazy or weird or whatever, it's like, yeah, I know, but I, I truly don't care anymore. <laughs> so it's kind of like, wow, that's such a freedom. Um, 
but I'm still working on it in other places, as we all must do our whole lives. So yeah, so you don't want to cut them. You want to pull them out. And you want to send it back to source, return it, walk away, no ill intention, no revenge. You're just returning it to where it came from. And what you do when you do this is you claim your own power and you don't worry about what happens to it. That's not, you used to take care of that root. You used to feed it and nurture it. So it can be sad when it leaves. It can. When you remove a cord, you can feel very empty inside. And that's the last thing. You can have a bit of a void, empty space you know, when you've been holding your breath your whole life, well, what do you do when you let it go? Most of you have been holding your breath your whole life over something. And when you finally take that exhale, what do you do next? What do you fill that space with that was always filled with your breath? What do you do? It's, I think a lot of us are feeling that now with the, uh, you know, just overall as a society, hey, things are opening up. You can go out. What? <laughs> How do I deal with that? Yeah, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of there's a lot of new stuff. There's a lot of reconfronting things that we didn't have to for a while. All sorts of things. A lot of new things. What do you do when you let go of that breath? What do you fill it with? You fill it with source. You fill it with light. So you're gonna need to after you do these cord removals, lie in meditation for a while, and just breathe. And imagine the white light of source, whatever you want to call it, filling you, filling in that space. You're going to want to fill it with information that's interesting to you. You're going to want to fill it with nature. You're going to want to fill it with really happy experiences that give you a sense of peace and calm. That's what you're going to want to fill it with. And you're going to notice that it feels funny because you're not used to feeling peaceful or calm, but restoring your life energy is part of your, you know, growing your own personal power. So you're going to have to do that through, I don't know, I'm going to take up an art class. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go, I don't know, adopt a dog, like whatever. You got to fill it with something. And, you know, mantras are very healing. Sometimes just laying there and saying, I am holy myself. I am safe. I am secure. I am completely me. I am filled with white light of source. That can help you a lot too. So I want to hear about what your experience is with this is, if this has helped you at all, and what ties you can make to your own life through removing cords. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So that's about removing cords and, you know, how you can do it yourself. You know, there's another thing too I wanted to talk about. Yeah. It's, it's really easy in this day and age with just social media being so prevalent. There's so many opinions. There's so and just to keep it to the spirituality context, there's so many people out there trying to create chords with you and they don't all have positive intentions. Some people do. We try to mention those people, but some people just don't. And, and I had a negative experience, Mm -hmm. um, where someone Whew. You know, and this is what I really had to remove a cord with because it wasn't even about that person. It was just about things yeah. that have, you know, continuously have happened in my life because of traumas or whatever, where, um, you know, ripping me off, you know, but, but using what I say to get people to give them money. Yeah, it's horrible. And I, for things that I do for free or, or people should do for free, or you can just do it yourself. Right. And, and that really upset me because the cord that existed was like I was taking blame for what she was doing. Like how screwed up is that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've been doing a lot of work on removing that cord. 
Um, but you know, especially like, you know, TikTok and Instagram, there's a lot of people who are out there trying to connect to you who don't have great intentions. Right. So you have to be really, really careful. Um, yeah. That's what we try to promote on this podcast. No, definitely. And, you know, just looking at it from like any, per, you know, any, not even from that, it's just in anything in life, so to say, you know, don't just, you know, if you, it's a source, look at the source first. Look at the source. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I used to teach this all the time. You know, look at the source that you're getting that information from. And then what you need to do is you have to ask, is that a reliable source? Is that a credible source? What is this source? Is this just some random person on TikTok saying things about spirituality? How do you know that's true? Even our podcast, please, like, check it out. You know, you know, you don't have to take us at, you know, everything we say to be true either. Yeah. Um, you know, you have, to, you have to compare sources. Yes. So if you're just looking at one source or you're, you're looking at one TikToker and you're taking your information from that, you know, you have to question it. Yeah. You know, if you're just taking your all your information from KYA, you have to question that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've I've taught that for many years, or, and, and I, that applies to anything. That it doesn't just spiritual leaders. That can apply to to politics. That can apply to anything. Yeah. You, you know, look at multiple sources. Uh, see what the source is. Is it a credible source? Is it a reliable source? Um, because there's a lot of misinformation out there, and if you know if they're going to charge you money for it, before you do that, please, please. Check it out first. You know, don't don't yeah. just give them the money. Don't you know? Oh wow, they sound legit, or they made a cute video, or they got good graphics. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's people on there that because we we did a deep dive to try to see really what was going like, on. What there. is going on here? And, I was looking like, yeah. what is going and on? There was someone claiming to be an aura reader that was taking information from a book that was written about 15 years ago. Yeah. About auras and your birthday. Yeah. And she was just reading yes. them. And charging Charging you to read from a book that she didn't even write. Right. (laughs) I was like, what? And and tons of followers. (laughs) And yes, the plagiarism is is rampant. Um, And you have to wonder like, okay, so maybe they just want an entertaining account. Fine. Okay. But like, if you're going to watch that, be careful. Yeah. Yeah, If if you're (sighs) doing it just for entertainment, that's one thing. Yeah. But when you start... Handing over money, yeah, uh, it com- becomes a different. Because I don't thing. think everybody understands, like, because we're kind of more on the receiving end. Like, so I'll get people like, "Hey, I saw this, and is this true?" Yeah. Or you know, I saw this. I because sa- the one person I'm talking about is like saying, "Oh, there's a lost boy in spirit looking for his mother." Right. And and this is like she's making a TikTok <laughs> about that. There's this dead boy look, and yeah. there's all these people commenting, "Is that my son? Is that my no?" She's trying to fear and trap these poor vulnerable people and it pisses me off um, because that's first of all that's not how it happens he's not going to her okay to look for you on tiktok like that's you know (laughs) and it's just it makes me so upset especially because i'm from a mediumship family and we've learned to do it correctly um and not I get very upset. But anyway, me too. I mean, but there's, and then I think there, you know, I read this Rolling Stone article too about this one quote astrologer quote who was taking, um, you know, she's this white girl astrologer taking Uh uh, black people's content, black astrologers' content, and passing it off as her own. Like, and and she was getting, she has millions of followers, and she's just taking people who have less of an audience right. and just in thinking, ah, eh, they're not going to come after me. And, uh, right. they, they, I guess they grouped together and they did, but she still has a following because like people aren't looking at sources on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, so 
that's my our own rants. No, it is, and you know that's. <sighs> I mean, it's, it is a huge motivating factor for me to you know uh, to try to set the the narrative straight and to show yeah. you what a real what the real spiritual leader looks like. Uh, you know, that'd be you. I, don't have, I know <laughs> no. bias, but you know, <laughs> you, we're, well, you have to get people that have good in their heart. There's a yeah. lot of us that do have good in our hearts yes. and there's a lot of us out there that try to do it, you know, responsibly yes. um, to the best of our ability and just, you know, yeah, I think that that's just something that we wanted to talk about because it affected us personally the mm-hmm. past couple of weeks where yeah. we got really upset. No, and, and when I read those articles and I saw that girl reading from them, I get mad too on that too. It's not just for you. I mean, you, it gets like doubly mad and I actually want to do something. But for those people too, I actually, I do want to do something for them. I actually, I don't know. But, but then you wonder like, who are the followers? You know, no, like yeah, sometimes I, it's like their kids or whatever. They don't think. No, they, they, in the grand scheme of things, they're, they're BS followers. They're, I think the, the one with like the, with the kid. You know, yeah, who was the, the one I had a personal issue with was ripping me off. Yeah. That was that kind of stuff, even more than taking my own stuff like that. Like, wow, that hurts, you know. But anyway, so. <sighs> but let's end this on a positive note. We have a positive note. note. Last night we had this incredible manifestation uh, meditations that we did with yes. a lot of the members of the Mystic McKellar spiritual family. Yeah. Uh, we had a, about 200 something people on. And it was fantastic. Yeah. You know, basically the idea was to what, bring everybody together in unbounded awareness and, you know, basically use the collective energy to make their intentions come a reality, right? That they set forth. Yeah. I think like one of the ways that I've been trying to, I don't know, just look at this, you know, is like how much of, how much of an impact can we all have on each other? And, you know, last night I said, and it's true, like I made an intention and last night was about making a good intention. Yes. One that works for you and one that can be put out in the universe and really come back to you the way that it's supposed to. So like we worked on that and we worked on supporting each other to help each other's man, you know, manifesting happen and just giving each other a lot of love and support. And I said it last night and it's true. I had, I was very lost years ago. Like I was in a slump in a limbo. I was, I felt alone and I knew I needed to change, but I didn't know what to do. And I know a lot of you can relate to that. And I didn't know what else, I didn't know what to do. So I made an intention. And my intention was just to make people feel loved, just to be the best person I could be. And just to like radiate that, just to give of myself as much as I could to other people. Because when I give, I feel good. And to create a community of people that understood that and could do that to each other. So... I'm talking to you guys right now. You are my intention. And I said this to the people on online last night, but it's true. Like all of you are my intention. And if you don't believe intentions can come to life, I want you to understand that they come to life. They happen. And this is totally different than how I ever would have thought it would have looked like a podcast like a couple of years ago. Like really? Like, huh? What's, I didn't even know what those were. But, you, but the, the spirit universe is an amazing place. And if you just put it out and you let go of control, it's amazing what can come back to you when you do it from a place of just love. I just wanted people to feel loved and never feel alone like I felt. And so, um, you know, I, I hope even in that, in this moment right now, you feel that a little bit from from me. All right. That's awesome. All right. So this podcast is for you and about you. And I love you all. All right. I got to go call Best Buy and cut those cords. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs>
If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.